and Condon. Ken Miller. Trent Condon. This is Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO. All right, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Miller and Condon on a Wednesday. Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. It's Trent Condon and Ken Miller with you for the next couple of hours to talk sports. Appreciate you tuning in here this morning. BMW Des Moines guest list shapes up like this. Only one guest in the first hour of the program. Uh, Mitch Holtis, the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs is uh, going to join us. Um, grateful to him for doing that. Normally when the Chiefs are on a bye, uh, Mitch gets the week off, but to being the playoffs, uh, he's agreed to come on and talk about these Chiefs, how the regular season went, take a peek, obviously, uh, at the playoff path that lies ahead. So Mitch Holtis, Papa John Central Iowa sponsors our friend Mitch. He will join us at 11.30. Then Hawks and Cyclones in the 12 o'clock hour. John Bowen Camp up first. We'll talk to John, and then we will catch up with Dave Sproul on Iowa State as the Cyclones did it again <laughs> last night in convincing fashion. Uh, I, good morning, TC. Good morning. How are you? I'm well, thank you. I thought that, yeah, it's a hungry Raiders team. That was kind of my take. This is going to be a tough spot. This is a Raiders team, a Red Raiders team that, uh, yep, they're 0-3 in the conference, but the combined uh, losses, something like 10 points, it's almost a must-win game for those Texas Tech Red Raiders. Going to be a tricky spot for Iowa State. Maybe looking ahead to Kent, please. <laughs> please. They came out and just pasted them right from the jump um, and, and and beat them. What was the final margin? 30 what? 34? 80, 84? Yeah, 34. 50. Yeah. 34. Um, Didn't see that. No. I saw the 50 maybe on one side. Right. I certainly didn't see 84. And the Cyclones' offensive output pushed that game way over the number, yes, too. it did. Which I didn't see coming either. I thought, as we said, yeah, this is 55-51, something like that in that area. Well, uh, Iowa State's defense clapped down on Texas Tech, but Iowa State's offense, my gosh, they had it going in. Gabe Kalsher's on a heater, Trent Condon. Yeah, that one shot went down, and, well, he said in the Iowa game, I just need one, right? Yep, and, yep. Oh, it didn't turn out to be the case mm-hmm. for him in that one, but whatever that one went down against TCU, things turned around in a hurry. If they get a night where Grill and Kalsher mm. are both hitting shots, mm. they can beat most everybody I, in the country. I think they can. I think they can certainly beat anybody in the Big Twelve for sure. Well, and that means uh, including the team they'll see Saturday in Kansas. Yeah, and indeed, who had a nail biter of their own last night. Boy, that was a good basketball it game. Was down ten with five uh, to go, and then and Jayhawks find a way to win. Right? I mean, it's it's that building. I'm convinced. Yeah, I really am. It's that the building. ghosts of yeah. Allen Fieldhouse. And they reared their heads again last night, but they'll have a tougher, or tougher, at least you would assume, a task. The Jayhawks will coming up on Saturday as Iowa State brings their perfect record to town. Man, oh man, you, you, you almost, if you're a Cyclone fan, I'm guessing you're, you're starting to look ahead to play the what if game a little bit. You, you absolutely are. Yeah, this game on Saturday, it's one that you put down as an L before. Yeah, for know. sure. But if anybody in the Big Twelve has anybody played better. Over the last 15, 20 years, that I've stayed in that building, even bad teams, yeah, have absolutely, well there. have gone there and yeah. competed and taken down to the wire, or have pulled off victories, or I, got bad whistles. Imagine well, that in Kansas. There, there's been plenty of that too. So, looking at the box score and the advanced box score from Ken Pomeroy, six different players with an offensive efficiency number over a hundred, which hundred's average. 
Has there been a time this year that mm. six players were north of 100 on this Iowa State team? Wow, that's a, I, I can't think of it. I, 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 that, that, so what, which bench player was? Uh, both uh, Robert Jones and Trey King uh, was actually over 100, okay. even with yeah. his one-for-six performance. Yeah. Hit the three-pointer uh, and <clears throat> one-for-six in the inside the three-point line. But, yeah, everybody was north hmm. of there. The only one that wasn't was Osuni. Uh, he was one of five overall in the ballgame offensively. little scare for him, but he got up and walked off the floor under his own power. So that was good because you could see the ankle twist uh, under the basket. Think, oh, that's all they need, right. right? And then it's right back to Robert Jones. And, yeah. and then, eh. yeah. Big question. And, and then, um, but uh, look, Watson continues to uh, to develop, uh, which which is great to see. Calshir was terrific. That shot at the end of the first half, it was just his night. It was, it was just his night, and he's part starting to put these nights together on a more frequent basis. It's not always going to be the case. Lipsy Caleb, hit a three. Lipsy. Yeah. Caleb Grill, I didn't think, had a great shooting night until kind of late in the basketball mm-hmm. game. He was 2-5 uh, of five at the free throw line, too. The, the entire team, Trent, they, were, they, were, they started the game, what were they, 0 for, 0 for 5, 6, something like that. Um, they don't shoot the free th- throws well, we know that. And maybe uh, and the biggest culprit, I think, is Robert Jones, who <laughs> really struggles. Um, Only got there 10 times. Yeah, and they didn't get there a bunch. Just the jump shoot, jump shots were yeah, falling, and yeah. I guess you don't have to put your head down That's and get true. into the lane at the same level mm-hmm. when you're hitting shots from the outside. So I had to watch this game on replay last night after I got home calling high school hoops. Did they move your game? Were you involved? Were you, was your no, game? that was uh, Waukee Northwest, I believe, gotcha. was involved with that. Okay. Yeah. Or Waukee was involved with that, and they moved the game to Northwest. Uh, this was Waukee Northwest at Valley. Gotcha. So we were all good on that front. And uh, got home. I got to figure out a better way because watching these games, it's one thing that's on your DVR. Mm-hmm. Got direct TV, got mm-hmm. the 30 second fast forward. Yeah, I can rip through a basketball mm-hmm. game, get to the free throw line, all right, fast forward, boom. You can get through a game in 35, 40 minutes. Instead of pushing the 10 seconds. Now, with these ESPN Plus games, they're up there, which is nice. You uh-huh. can watch the replay, but there's no, like, I, I watch it on. Um, on our DVD, DVD, and we got like the smart TV that's hooked up to it. Watch it that way. There's no 30 second fast forward. No, it's a 10 second. It, well, not only that, the way that mine is set up, it's not 10 seconds. It goes super fast. Where if I hit fast forward, it jumps like three minutes. Oh no, you can't have that. Which is nice during commercials, right? But yeah, but no. short of that, during <clears throat> the course of the game, so mm-hmm. it is watching everything and. A slow moment. There's no fast forwarding, so I got to find a better way well, to watch those games out in replay. I was uh, I was clued in the other day. Um, the guy's a Chiefs fan. He always calls and ribs me about my Chiefs, <laughs> my you know crapping on the Chiefs, and I'm really not. Yeah. And I, um, but he said, "There's you know what? There's a little when you when I'm watching on my iPad. Of course, we're yelling at the clouds, us yeah. old guys, right? Yeah. And there's on the top right hand corner, mm-hmm. there's a little box. It looks like a TV with an arrow or something in it that yeah. I've never seen before. That's how you cast it up on your. TV. I didn't know that. I tried to tell you four years ago. Is that what you're trying to tell me? <laughs> so I finally did it. Did it work? No, because uh, I, the TV that I watch is not a smart TV. Oh yeah. And my and I'm not going to change. I'm I'm going to have to now because it's the best picture in the house. We have four TVs mm-hmm. and the best clearest picture. Is the oldest TV, really? which makes zero sense. Right, um, but it, it it did lead me. So it, it, it I walked in the bedroom later later on the day, and that TV was on ESPN Plus. Oh yeah. So that must have I don't know uh, connected to that one on the same Wi-Fi one. network and right. Yeah, they connect that way. It's it's simple. The it process. look it's starting to I'm starting to come around that maybe this isn't the pain in the you know what that this old man is making it out to be. It's just the channel flipping. 
That's yeah. what makes it the most difficult. Yeah. You know, last night, you want to flip over and Drake was in overtime. You want to go over to that or you and I mm-hmm. gets another victory. Well, and the, the Panthers Dodgers needed that well. one last night, by the way. And they did. Yeah. And, but it's so difficult compared to what we're used to with mm-hmm. a just a clicker. Right. Just jumping back and forth between games. That's the difficult nature. But overall, as long as your Wi-Fi is good, as long as you're okay as it pertains to streaming, the process isn't that difficult. You can figure it out just getting there eventually. Yeah, that's, that's and you're what it's learning. Be. And it is. It's just going to be repetition. You right? watched Thursday Night Football all year long. I did. You survived. Did. Yep. It was it was okay. Now, I thought it, that was a little bit spotty, and that's probably just our Wi-Fi in the house, I'm guessing. I, there was plenty of that that I've heard from people, too, that there were plenty of those that it turned out to be spotty. My internet sucks, and until we get that Google Fiber, I'm still waiting, but yeah. Well, I did see them in West Des Moines. I, I, was at, I went to Whole Foods after the show yesterday, and, okay. I, and I was backdooring on my way to get the 35 to get on the interstate. Uh-huh. Uh, right in front of the cake stand, they had, there was oh, a yeah. Google Fiber truck. Just so they're getting go, close. Go up the road. Just go a right. little bit further south. My house is right there. Yeah. Just flip the switch. So they're within a couple of miles, Trent. I, I thought of you when I when I drove by the truck. That you know what? Maybe they're I'm getting so closer. Yeah, you're going to have to have it. Um, I do want to. Yeah, let's 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 clear out the phones here. Let's get Jeff because I do. I, I, we don't have Cappy today, by the way. David Kaplan is going to join us tomorrow. He had a conflict. Uh, Cappy's going to join us tomorrow. In fact, he's going to be on these airwaves a couple of times uh, this week. He'll join Trent and I tomorrow at 1230. And then on Friday, uh, Heather and Sean have him scheduled to come on at 330 uh, during the KXNO drive. So a couple of uh, a couple of hits with Cappy uh, tomorrow uh, with us at 1230. And then uh, the KXNO drive, Heather and Sean have uh, Cappy at uh, 330 on Friday. We have Jeff right now. And then I want to switch gears on you here, TC. Okay. Jeff, welcome to the program. How are you? What did you see last night? Well, first got to give a couple shout-outs. Uh, Dylan Catholic last night, boys and girls, beating a top-five uh, boys and top-five girls last night, uh, which was great to see. Who and, who, uh, who did they beat? Uh, Dowling beat uh, Dowling beat Yankee Centennial okay. girls, and then the Dowling boys beat Yankee Centennial boys gotcha. as well at Dowling. Yep. Both Yankee Centennials were top-five. Uh, another quick shout-out. Uh, John Calipari, you're in trouble. Uh, <laughs> yes, the, ru- the, rumor, the rumors are swirling. The signs were up last night. Yep. They went up to this fan. They said, you can take the uh, sign down or stay. He's like, I'm keeping it up, and he got walked out. Yep, that's true. Um, so it's going to get crazy down there. Iowa State, here's the deal. I want to start here. I love Fred Hoiberg. I couldn't get over him. It's time for Jeff to put Fred Hoiberg <laughs> Down. Yep. TJ is a. I, I was a. I didn't know what TJ was going to bring to the table. Uh-huh. You, know, you weren't alone. Ago. You weren't alone. And and I, you know, the experience. You knew he could recruit. Could he coach? Could he do the X's and O's? It's time for everybody to embrace this guy. He's a great coach. He's a great recruiter. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're an Iowa State supporter, you better keep this guy. Well, here's the thing, Jeff. Up. Let me stop you real quick. I think, and this isn't going to happen, but I think that Iowa State could win two or three consecutive national championships, and you wouldn't have to worry about T.J. leaving. I think he's well, that ensconced in it. This is his dream job. This is his dream job. I don't think there's any way in hell. I, I just don't see that happening. Do you, Trent? I hope that's the, I, if one of the Blue Bloods comes calling, uh, isn't there a certain ceiling to most every program? I know he's recruiting at a, sur- a super high level. Sure, and, and, and look, Iowa State's not going to win consecutive. Uh, it's right. obviously uh, he's getting way out there, but I just don't. I just, I just think he's here. I think you're going to have to. Well, what about when Izzo retires? 
And let's say they do win a national championship, which is they haven't won one. They haven't got to a Final Four since 1944. Mm -hmm. So let's just say they get to a Final Four. You think if Michigan State comes crawling, you think he's going to stay? With all I kind of do. Out there? Okay. Well, that would be great for Iowa State. Yeah. That would be awesome. Um, last night, you, you know, you guys kind of touched base on it. They only need they only need two guys to score 15, mm -hmm. 18 points, and then everyone else sprinkles in four, six points. They get in the mid-50s. They're going to be tough yeah, to beat. I'm yeah. excited for Saturday because they already had their, their first test was North Carolina. Let's not understand North Carolina is down, but when you beat the number one team, let's not forget about that. Mm -hmm. This is going to be a really good uh, mid-season report on where Iowa State is. If they lose, fine. I just don't want them to go down there and just get their butts kicked. I want them to compete like we know they can. And if they make some noise, that's great. But, again, to wrap all this up, TJ, I – I remember calling you guys and saying, I don't know if TJ is the right I thought it was a lazy hire. Yep. I thought it was a I, I Really? Yeah. And a lot of us didn't. Here he is, guys, and Iowa State could not be looking any no. better. No. Have a good day, guys. Yeah, you look at There's a whole bunch of us that have egg on our face and we're wrong. Some of us who got uh, realized that sooner than others uh, that we made a mistake that this guy is legit. I mean, look what he's doing. It's incredible. In completely different rosters, uh -huh. back-to-back years, having to piece the thing together, mm -hmm. losing one of the pieces that you thought was going to be a big part this year before the year in Williams, yeah. before he even played a yeah. game. That was going to be a starting point guard. Right. Well, now we got to turn to a freshman point guard. Oh, by the way, pretty good. Yeah. And the way that he is recruiting, it's an interesting conversation. And let's say, not now, let's say we're three, four, five years down the line. He takes him to the tournament seemingly every year. Mm -hmm. He's got a couple of sweet 16s again. Mm -hmm. But that's as far as he can go. And then you get that call from a blue blood. Hey, look at what he's done at Iowa State. What could he do at yeah. Carolina, Michigan State, Indiana, Texas? A program, a next step, a rung above that. And he looks at it and says, maybe this is all I can do here. I could see that. I just think that this is, this is where he wants to be. Yeah. Um, look, I've been fooled by coaches before. Right? Oh, absolutely. Uh, many, many times. Mm -hmm. we'll, we'll see. And here's the thing that worries me a little bit about um, about Kansas on Saturday. Wilson stunk last night. Grady Dick was awful last night. Both of these guys who both fill it up. Wilson did all his business from the free throw line. He was he got there a ton. Uh, he made a bunch of them, but Grady Dick struggled to shoot the basketball. McCuller had a couple of good moments in that game. I, I thought Oklahoma State was going to pick off a win, um, but Kansas found a way to win as they do. But this Adams is something to watch, boy. He really is good. And the point guard, Harris, is having a really good year. Um, but they're two... But they're two Point producers, Wilson and Dick, did not produce, which worries you a little bit come Saturday because I just don't see them having back-to-back subpar games when it comes to them. Matt's with us. Matt, welcome to the program. Hey, thanks for having me, fellas. Go ahead, Matt. What's on your mind? I, I was at the game last night, and I just wanted to – I know, Trent, you said you watched that replay. I <laughs> saw the same thing. I, I think what's probably the most reassuring thing about that win is it's, it's really only the second game that they've won this year with – a lot of threes being the main reason, right? I think yeah. North Carolina and Caleb Grill's game is the yeah. other. Yep. You could take away, take that three-point percentage down to 30%, and they still probably win that game mm -hmm. by 15, mm -hmm. which is which is remarkable. And I, I guess what stands out to me is on offense, the ball doesn't stick. They're they're getting inside-out action. They're they're really leveraging ball screens and, and, and cutting to the hoop like Trey King on that dunk last night. Yeah. 
it's, it's almost like watching a completely different team from last year. Is that because the ball's not sticking with guys like Brockington and Hunter? There's certainly oh, something, yeah. yep. Uh, you know who else, I think, too, the emergence of Robert Jones down low. And, and, his, and, and his he's presence. become at least somewhat of yep. an offensive he has. threat. He yeah. has. No, he can't. Don't want to put him on the free throw <laughs> line because, you know, those aren't going down. Dude. But, yeah. But uh, he's been good. He's been good. And, and I like the way you're thinking there, Matt. I mean, this this offense is much more... Appreciate the call, Matt. It's a lot more entertaining to watch than last year's team. I mean, how many times last year they get bogged down? Yeah, you know, it's just yeah. going to be Brogginton either putting his head down or a step back three, and mm-hmm. that's what you were going to get. Mm-hmm. Or it's going to be Hunter trying to get to the rim and kick it out to somebody for a shooter. Yeah, there is ball more, more ball movement. And there's something about Holmes. He's kind of like Brockington, a guy that bowl in a china shop, yeah. head down, get into the paint. Yeah. That, but... He's a little bit more willing to pass. It's, mm-hmm. I don't want to say Brockington was a black hole. He was kind of a black hole at times. And it did well, it's because he knew that he had so he had much to. on his plate. Sure, yeah. he had to. Right. And that's fair, too. Really surprised. I was looking at their three-point shooting numbers for the year. They're 35.4% on the season. Huh. That's a lot better than I anticipated it was going to be. 91st in the country. If they can hang around there, a top 100 three-point shooting team, you really got something now. The free throw shooting, three hundred second in the country. Yeah, they got to. They obviously have to ratchet that up. Yeah. Look, Kelsier's not going to go five for six from behind the three no. every night, right? A lot of there's going to be a lot of one for sixes in there. Mm-hmm. Grill made all of his points, uh, with the exception of the free throws, and he only made two out of five there uh, from were, were three pointers. So I, I think uh, Matt's point was spot on. Like you, you got a lot of threes last night. You're making a lot of threes, but if they only would have hit thirty percent, they still would have won the basketball game. They would. All right, let's do the Chicago Bears because Trent. The more I look at this thing. Mm-hmm. And your point, it's right on the money, but it's not the year to do it. I don't think because yeah. and Matt, if you didn't, uh, Trent's point was, you know, you can move on from Fields because then you start the rookie contract over again, yep. and it's a it's a f- absolutely spot on because it is such a benefit to a team salary cap into a roster a to have a a good quarterback and have him on a rookie scale, mm-hmm. um, but with the Bears where they're at. Essentially, everybody two through seven, no, two through eight, with the exception of three, and I'm, uh, I don't think Detroit, need, uh, with the exception of six, I don't think Detroit needs a quarterback. Do you? No, they're good with God. I think they are too. Yeah. All right, so let's, let's maybe a flyer developmental guy in the fifth round. Yeah, but not like, certainly. You no, don't need a first no, round pick. No, no, no. Houston does it too. Yes. Arizona, where are you at Arizona? Where are they with Arizona? They just gave a boatload of money to Murray. Kyler will come back in October. They're fine for now. Okay. Colts? Yes. Seahawks? Yes. Detroit? No. Raiders? Yes. Yes. Falcons? Yes. They just drafted Ritter. Okay, so throw them out. All right. Well, uh, that's fair. They did just draft Ritter. Okay, that's true. And he wasn't great, but, you know, he's a rookie quarterback. Carolina? Yeah. So that is six teams in the top. And I'm not including the Bears. So you're saying that this is going to turn into... This is, this is the Patriots. Somebody is going to get ahead of... So if, if you're, let's say, let's say you're Carolina, mm-hmm. and you're drafting nine, you know there's a whole bunch of teams ahead of you that want that pick. And you don't like Will Levis. Right. You but shouldn't. you know who else knows that? Houston knows that. Mm-hmm. So if Houston wants their guy, they're going to go from two to one, locking their guy in. So the Bears are now at two. That two pick, the Colts at four... Absolutely need it. So the Bears drop two to four, take that pick and a little something else. They could make out like bandits in this draft. The draft picks that they could accumulate, not just this year, but next year, that in addition to the cap space they have, mm-hmm. they could own this NFL draft. 
With that being said, I know you're more of a draft guy than I am. What are they saying overall about this draft? Is it a deep draft? Is it, or is it a little uh, bit too early still for the kind of that conversation? It's always a crapshoot with it quarterback. Is. I mean, Anthony Richardson is listed as a first round quarterback. Will Levis is. Will Levis is listed as a first round quarterback. He had his moments. He sucks. No, I, no I don't. You think, think he's, he's going to be a good NFL quarterback? Will Levis? I, come on. I wouldn't want him as a Bronco. I'll put it that way. He, he puts mayonnaise in his coffee and eats bananas with a peel on. He's a weirdo. And he's not very good. I, I didn't know the bananas angle. I'd heard about <laughs> yes, the mayonnaise and the coffee before. He is a different cat. Yeah. I don't want that guy running my team. Uh, Seattle has two first-round picks. They drafted, they, they sit at five. Houston, do they have two first-round picks? I believe they do, yeah. So you take both of Houston's first-round picks for moving one to two. Mm-hmm. Then you move two to four. You take Seattle's. And you're drafting at four, so you're going to get Carter or Anderson, mm-hmm. which seemingly are the two guys you want. Plus, you get two additional first-round picks. My God, they could own this thing. Could own it. It's the Chicago Bears. I'm not saying they're going to do the right thing. <laughs> That I'm going to say that concern, they, they, yeah. they could be in a spot to absolutely destroy this draft in a good way or in a bad yes. way if it happens to them. Need wide receivers. Yeah. Need offensive linemen. Yep. Need defense. Yep. I mean, they need it all. a lot of needs. You got the cap space. Uh-huh. You have the draft capital. Uh-huh. They're in a perfect situation. It's still baffling the way that played out with the Texans and yeah. how that game went. Uh, but And the two and the fourth and 20. Yeah. I mean, my God. Checking in the end zone. Just happen? knock it down. He tried. Yeah. Just mistimed his jump. It's just incredible the way it all played out. Um, but look, Aaron Rodgers, not going to be in Green Bay. We don't think. Anybody blown away by the Vikings? Yeah, they won the North. With a negative point difference. Right. Does, does anybody else think, think that the, for the next foreseeable future that the North goes through the Twin Cities? I don't. I saw the uh, final numbers from DVOA, something that I mentioned from time to time. It's a metric that, efficiency kind of metric out there that rates NFL teams from Aaron Schatz, who we've had on the yeah, show I from time him. to time. Yeah, yeah. And uh, his final numbers, DVOA, the Minnesota Vikings finished 27th in the NFL. Wow. The 27th best team, and they won 12 football games this year. Yeah. Are they going to win this week? No. I love the Giants. I, I'm starting. I grabbed the field goal. Did you? And I might be add more. It's, huh. I really, really like the Giants this week. And it's a goofy roster. Mm-hmm. But Dable mm-hmm. has. He's a good coach. He seemingly pushed the yeah. right buttons yeah. all season long with this depleted so team. Although I like him too. I like him too. Yeah. I mean, you have to give credit mm-hmm. to the way that they have done it. But yeah, I, I know come Sunday, there's going to be a lot invested in the Giants for me. And I'll be watching it. With a Vikings fan. A Vikings fan. My mother-in-law, a Mm. Vikings fan. All of my Mm. wife's family will be in town. All Vikings fans. That's why you wanted to work on Monday. The family's in... They're not listening, are they? Tara's off today because Des Moines schools. What's going on there? What what what's the? I I, I didn't click on the article. Is the computer system? Yeah, they have been hacked by some entity. And they have targeted. There's a lot of that going around. Well, I, I shouldn't say that. I don't know if the, if the F, uh, whatever the plane was, F Federal Administra, uh, Aviation, FAA. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's connected or not. So, but so, so anyways, finish your point. Yeah, Sorry. these hackers have tapped into a bunch of different school districts, not here just in Iowa, but across the country. Uh, my wife's aunt is uh, works over at Lindmar School District. And uh-huh. They had this happen a couple of years back. They had to pay ransom. They did. Glenwood, I saw, paid ten thousand dollars to these hackers to get them off. They, it's probably not from this country. It's probably sure. somebody over there. Yeah, so, yeah. and Glenwood decided we just got to do it. I think Lindmar did so the same thing. So that's where the prince gets all his money that emails me. <laughs> I guess they can't figure out how to spend it. And if I can help him out, are you going to help him? 
I haven't yet, but I'm starting to no, think maybe do- this is legit. Well, <laughs> slow down. Slow yeah. down. So that's what's happening. Yeah, so tears off. So quiet today. Quiet today. Huh. Yeah, we're tomorrow too, or are they? Are they? They're back tomorrow. Back Kids tomorrow. are back tomorrow, and she's working remotely mm-hmm. uh, from home. They they gave that option, but yeah, there's all kinds. And then are these you know how the rumors days? start? Oh, oh, go ahead. Yeah. yeah, you can. Are you going to get bank information? Can did they tap into your work computer? Mm-hmm. If you're signed into your bank, do they mm-hmm. now have that information? Just all kind of scary. Even on your phone, if you're connected to the Wi-Fi, a lot of question marks about that. And Friday's payday. There are a lot of people very oh nervous. I bet. Is my check going to show up in my yeah. bank? Am I going to get my check on Friday? Yeah. They say, the article of the Register today said that they are, but a yeah, crazy situation. Yeah, it really is. We we uh, bought a whole bunch of stuff at Sam's Club in some town in Texas on Saturday. Oh, did you? Uh-huh. How, how was that trip? It was quick. Yeah. We weren't in Texas a long time. Uh, we had to take the car we bought so much, couldn't get it all in the plane, but uh-huh. it was so good. Cindy and I split the driving. I mean, it's just it's happening everywhere, right? Yes. I got hacked. We talked about this with uh, when DraftKings and FanDuel got yeah. hit up. What was that about a month back? And I mm-hmm. was one of the people that got hit on that one. Are these charges real at 4.02 a.m.? Really? $250, $250, $100, $100. No, they are not. Thanks to U.S. Bank for sorting that out. But yeah, it's, I guess, the way of the world now, right? Uh, Mitch Holtus will sort out the uh, AFC portion of the playoffs for us. Recap the... Uh a regular season as well, but right now it's time for another $1,000 slam dunk. You can go to KXNO.com right now and enter this nationwide contest simply by inserting the keyword money in the pop-up box at KXNO.com. That's your chance to win $1,000. KXNO.com. The keyword is money. It's Miller and Condon. We're underway on a Wednesday. Des Moines Sports Station, 106 points. And tell the Murph sent you. Welcome back, Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO, just past 11.30 on a Wednesday. Papa John's in Central Iowa sponsors our next guest. He is the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs, Mitch Holtus. Uh, they have a bye this week. Mitch, uh, good enough to uh, find some time for us here in Des Moines. I saw him on TV doing a, a uh, an animal rescue league uh, spot, Mitch Holtus. How are you, first of all? Yeah, doing doing fabulous. Actually, getting this by is huge. But yeah, Matt McMullen, who's our senior team reporter, and I uh, did a animal rescue PSA yep. for uh, our good friends and Stephen Rohr over at Fox Seventeen. So uh, yeah, it was. Uh, he's got a Matt's got a rescue dog that I'm obsessed with, <laughs> uh, Pip. Uh, and so uh, they reached out to us and said, "Would you do a PSA for?" bring awareness to to rescue animals and rescue dogs in Iowa. I said, yeah, let's go. Let's do it. So, for sure. It was good to see, and it's, uh, it's uh, getting some runs, getting some run. Well, so are the Kansas yep. City Chiefs with their one seed. Let's go back before we go forward. Uh, it was an impossible situation to make everybody happy the way that the, you know, after the Hamlin injury and the Monday night cancellation. Um, I thought that the NFL did did what they could to make it as, and I get nobody likes changing the rules in the middle of the race, right? But, yeah, almost, they were almost forced to do so. In your mind, uh, Mitch, um, did they do as well as they possibly could? The only issue here is when you have a rule in place and then you make this exception, and I do not want to be uh, insensitive to the DeMar Hamlin situation, so please. Uh, and I would say this, uh, it's, a, it's been phenomenal to see uh, his, first of all, his life was saved yep. by so many people, but 
so many people praying and, and kind of covering him in prayer, but then to also maybe say a prayer of thanks that he's doing you know what he's doing. But the rule was in play. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And it's on winning percentage. And once you go, hey, we're going to make an exception here, what precedent do you set mm-hmm. moving forward? Um, and I, I, it's, it's, it's very tough. But I do think that to make an exception here opens it up to the future because what other exception will there be? Um, and what would that exception be? So um, uh, anyway, that's that's the only thing. It would be very difficult to say, hey, it's winning percentage. That's what the rule is. That's what we're going to go with. We're very you know, sensitive that that in many ways it's arguable, but that might have been the better play. And that's not being insensitive to DeMar uh, or his family. Right now, what are you guys hearing inside the Chiefs organization about the potential, or is this just a holding pattern? The NFL is not going to really say anything until they actually have to make that decision of where an AFC champion neutral site game would be played. You can't hold on for too long because you have to play and plan. Uh, that's just like what the Chiefs faced last week, and I hope I uh, gave you enough of an indication of how tense the week was for the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was incredibly tense for the Bills and the Bengals, especially the Bills and especially the Hamlin family. But the whole NFL was pushed forward by that, and then the Chiefs got pushed on the other end by moving that game from Sunday to Saturday. But to leave that game open, is it Saturday, is it Sunday, until the Sunday before that mm-hmm. weekend, that puts a real challenge, Trent, on these teams. Sure. Like, there wasn't a place to stay in Las Vegas. They have the, the electronics convention. Oh, geez, that's huge. And, and you got you got to find a spot for this army of 180 people, right? 90 rooms or, mm. or 100 rooms or whatever. And so you're like, gonna, you know, we can make contingencies. But the league sort of go, hey, it's going to be, I don't know, pick one, Nashville. It's going to be this day. And I mean, these these are not speedboats. These are cruise ships that you've got to turn. <laughs> and, and so... Um, the, the sooner the better to say if it is going to be a neutral site game, it's going to be in this city. Um, but as a team, you can't let it be a distraction, whether it's the Chiefs or anybody else. You've got to you know, attack the playoffs. But this Chiefs team, as much as any I've been around, has done a phenomenal job of keeping what's right in front of them. They have faced different time slots. They're the only team in NFL history that has had to play their first eight games, roughly half their schedule, against teams that were head-winning records the year before. They just have handled it. Different time slots, different. I mean, so this is another thing they're going to have to handle, and they're just kind of wired for that, the Chiefs. Uh, I know that the Colts, uh, they were asked, apparently, Indianapolis was, and they have a conflict. Mitch, I could see yep. Vegas hosting this thing again. It's the Pro Bowl. They've already got the rooms. I mean, I don't know. There, there's no game, per se, this year. Do you think that potentially might uh, might make sense to move it to Allegiant Stadium? Or some people say that's an unfair advantage toward the Chiefs because they play there. It's a division. Like, I'm not sure that the Raiders have a home-field advantage. Half the crowd, seemingly, is the opposing team's fans. What about Vegas? 
Well, you have to have it. I think it's get to have it a, 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 at least doable for your fan bases of both teams. Like that's going to create two. Yeah, I got you. Right, let's book a flight to Vegas. I mean, you've got to look at it. So Indianapolis would have been near perfect. Uh, if it is, it's got to be Buffalo and the Chiefs. Otherwise, the Chiefs are hosting this right, game, right? Right. I mean, Cincinnati's going to be coming here if that's them. Uh, if the Chiefs win, do their business. But Indianapolis, both teams, they could drive there. Like Buffalo could drive. Chiefs could. And they go to Vegas now. You're making it tough on no. the Bills. No. They're jumping over Kansas City to get to Vegas and come all the way across the country. I mean, I don't know. I've heard Atlanta. Um, I've heard Jacksonville. I've heard you know Orlando. I my thought, honestly. And I'm strong opinion on this, Drake Stadium. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep. <laughs> Let's go. I need a press pass for that one. <laughs> Drake, Drake Stadium. Make it the Drake Relays, and it's Chiefs and Bills. Drake Stadium. Hotel rooms. Uh, we'll have you know fan fests downtown. Uh, we'll go at it. We'll have a pep rally at the Nap Center. Just walk across the street and play Chiefs Bills AFC Championship game at Drake Stadium. I think it'd be fabulous. I, I'm all for it. Let's see if we can make it happen. So, what happens this week with the Chiefs? What how does how does Andy Reid handle this week as far as giving the guys time off? Um, what um, and, and they've been through this before, so it's not like it's new for them. How yep. do the Chiefs handle the bye week in the playoffs? Yeah, it's uh, there's two things in play here for the players. One, the older players. Let's take Travis Kelsey, who has been a warhorse. For nine seasons, the, the the amount of snaps that he has played has been staggering, and those are like a pitcher with high leverage situations. That's all been high leverage for Kels. Mm-hmm. So to get a player like that away for a basically a blood transfusion and just to rest his body is enormous. For the younger guys, and people forget. I was going to do a minute with Mitch on this on Fox 17, but I'm I, I went into uh, this week. Spoiler alert about Carlos Dunlap playing 13 years and never having a playoff win in the NFL. Wow. Um, and Juju Smith-Schuster doesn't have a playoff win. Or Tony Gonzalez played 17 years and got one playoff win. Um, but I'm thinking about doing one on the Chiefs are so young, you guys. They're, they're the fifth youngest team in the league. They have the second most rookie starts of any team in the league. And they're only, uh, only two, the New York Giants and the Chiefs, are two of the top five or two of the top five youngest teams to be in the playoffs. Okay, why do I say that? I think for the younger players, this has been a grind, more emotional and mental for them to back up, get off the track. This by, I've given the analogy of running a 26-mile marathon and you get to pull off at the 20, 20th mile. And then you're going to get some rest. Everybody else keeps running. Uh-huh. And then you get on a drone and they'll drop you off at the 24th mile, and you get to be right in the race where you were when you uh, stepped off the track. That's the analogy here. This is such a long, tough season. And to get this by now for Philadelphia and Kansas City is is a it's just an, it, it mentally and physically is huge, depending on the player and how long they played in this game. Kansas City awaits whoever comes out and whoever the lowest seed is. That's who they'll get in the divisional round. You look at the matchups. I'm so intrigued by that Chargers-Jaguars matchup. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be so much fun to see those two young quarterbacks out there in the playoffs for the first time. Which game of the AFC are you looking most forward to? That one. That one. It's Saturday night. It feels yeah. such a Papa John's pizza. Oh, yes, uh, yes. Uh, come on, tell me this. I mean, I got Papa John's. I mean, some buddies over, some beers. And we're going to watch the Jags and Chargers. 
and we're going to have Papa John's Pizza, baby. It's on Saturday night. I'm very intrigued with that game. Uh, I'll say this. You can have Matt McMullen, who's our senior team reporter, on, because in November, if I was wrong, I wouldn't tell you this, but I'm right on it. <laughs> yeah. After, in the middle of November, I said, ooh, I'm seeing a slip and surge in the AFC South. And this is when the Jaguars were 3-7. and seven. Hmm. Because we had just played the Jags, we had just played the Titans. I looked at both of those teams, I did a deep dive into prep for both of those teams, and I go, Matt, watch this. This could be a slip and surge. And that's precisely what's happened. The Titans have slipped off the earth, and the, and the Jags have surged. The Jags have a chance against the Chargers, and here's why. There's speed on defense. You have to handle Austin Eckler first and foremost. And yes, there's the deep threat, but Austin Eckler, right now the Chargers are getting their bread and butter offensively from zero to 12 yards. And you have to have fast and athletic linebackers to deal with that short passing game, especially to Eckler. And that's the way the Jags are built. That's a fast, young defense that is dangerous in these playoffs for the Jags. Everybody talks about uh, their offense and ETN and you know, Trevor Lawrence, but it's their defense. They won that game. They beat the Titans on a scoop and score. That's a defense that is young and feisty and fast, and they could wreak havoc in that game. And they're going to have to because the quarter, the young quarterbacks in the AFC, Mahomes and Allen Amazing. and Burrow and Herbert Mahomes and Lawrence. Mahomes is the oldest one out of that group. The, he's the graybeard. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, well, you mentioned yeah, he's the oldest AFC quarterback, I think. Yes, I think he's the oldest quarterback in the AFC in the playoffs. In the playoffs, yeah. I was going to say we got yeah, a we got playoffs. a dinosaur in Denver. <laughs> uh, uh, I didn't. No, you there, did. No, I, mean, I know that. Of yeah, the, yeah. Of the seven quarterbacks yeah. in the AFC, I think he's the he's the oldest dude. And you're like, what? What is yeah, that? Yeah. I mean, he's got Josh Allen like a month or something. But anyway, the, the point is, yes. I mean, you guys are nailed it. Like, the AFC's full of these young guys. Ooh. And, uh, wow, it's on. Indeed it is. And it's on, and Saturday night's on, and Sunday night's on, and the doorbell rings, Pizza. and there it is. Pizza. PapaJohns.com, and there it is. It's playoff time. I mean, this is it's so exciting at this time of year in Iowa. I've been around that state enough. Because hoops, you got everybody kind of right in the middle of it, right? And you get Iowa State that has a huge win over Texas Tech, and you get Drake with a big win, and they're gonna they're in the throes of the Valley Race with you and I and and, and the Hawks, and and then you got playoff football, and there's just like firecrackers going off all over the state of Iowa. It's a fun time, man. When you hit mid January, and to make it even more fun is Papa John's Pizza. So, and you know what the Donaldsons do? They're not only giving you pizza; they're using some of that to. Uh, help benevolent causes throughout the whole state of Iowa. So it's a fun time, brother. Fun time. Indeed it is. Thanks for doing this week, Mitch. We'll talk to you next uh, Wednesday. Thanks, bud. Take care. Mitch Holtis, the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. uh, That's a good analysis, right? It's a a marathon. It's a 20-mile mark. You get to take four miles off. (laughs) It's not too bad, right? Perfect. It's it's perfect. It it was an impossible situation for the NFL. Changing the rules in midstream, Mm -hmm. you just... um, we're not going to see, you wouldn't think. No, I a mean, circumstance like that, late season was, that's game. That's just it, Trent. It was week 18. Of, right. Yeah, the seven's a week four. He shifted yeah. his route. He can make it work. I mean, right. they made 2020 work. They played all games right. in 2020. <laughs> made 2020 work, yeah. They, they would be able to make it work. It was just circumstances, the way it played out, that kind of mm-hmm. cardiac arrest on the field, and, and just on and on and on. There were so many factors that. I don't think it's – you're not opening Pandora's box here by doing this. 
it's what had to be done. Yeah. You know, I'm half expecting Demar Hamlin to to be introduced with the starters on set on when do they play Sunday? And obviously he's not. But what an incredible recovery! Yeah, he's what out of the hospital now. He's out of the. He's at home. Yeah. I'm with you. He's going to be at the game. For sure he is. He's going to be there. Yeah, he probably does the coin flip, I would think. And think of that emotional charge that's going to have. Of the seven seeds, who has a better chance of winning the game? None. Nil. Miami's got Scottie Thompson. Right. Because, yeah, Teddy Bridgewater is still not practicing. No. No, it's Scottie Thompson. Did Scottie Thompson look better this year when he played early? He looked awful. Against the Jets. I, I just can't. I mean, I saw him in the Big 12 enough to know this guy's not. Well, I said the same about yeah. Brock Purdy. No, it's true. <laughs> Brock Purdy's going to be Rookie of the Year, by the way. Yeah. You see Pro Football Focus named him the Offensive Rookie of the Year? As they should. I'm with you. Brock Purdy. Rookie of the Year. Phenomenal story. Let's dream for a moment. Okay. So Broncos I've... are in the playoffs? <laughs> not that? No. Okay. No. The longest drought, along with the Jets, uh-huh. are your Denver Broncos uh-huh. making the playoffs. No, not dreaming of that. Dreaming of the 49ers winning it all. Mm. Brock Purdy wins a Super Bowl. What do they do at quarterback next year? Brock Purdy. Trey Lance. Trey Lance failed. Yes. I mean, Trey Lance had his opportunity. Not a bunch of them, but neither is Brock Purdy in in Kyle Shanahan's system. And Jimmy G is playing in Indianapolis. Yeah, I mean, they didn't even allow him to come to training camp this year. No, we don't need you. You stay away. <laughs> stay away. Well, and think of how much that develop, helped the development of Purdy, right? Mm-hmm. All those extra stamps mm-hmm. that he got this year yep. that he wouldn't have. Shanahan's sly like a fox. He's a brilliant, brilliant mind. No doubt about that. So it's just regarding that uh, that Saturday night affair, Chargers-Jags. Oh, so, I, I don't know what it is. I mean, it's just maybe because it's a goofy matchup. Well, Jacksonville in primetime back-to-back weeks. Jacksonville. <laughs> So, uh, Cirque has come out with their exactus. Uh-huh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick your brain on uh, how you're going to play it. I'll share how I'm going to play because I'm going for the kill. Okay. All right. Um, we'll do that. It, it's and, and they're not alone. I saw Bet Rivers has some up uh, as, as well. Um, but uh, what, what the exact is, is you picked the exact Super Bowl. So, Niners over, Chiefs over the Bills. And that that's just low payout, right? Yeah, yeah. The I think the lowest one... Chiefs, did I say Chiefs over the Bills? That can't happen. No. Uh, Chiefs over the Eagles. I think that's the lowest one. Yeah. yeah. It's like 9 to 1, something in that range. We'll, we'll look them up here. I know you got a bunch because we're getting ready for our TV show mm-hmm. this afternoon. And mm-hmm. what'd you have in there? Eight, something like that? Eight, yeah. ten? I'm, I'm going for the kill. We'll do that when we come back, finish up the hour. Hawks and Clones in hour two. Uh, we will hear from John Bowenkamp on Iowa. And then uh, our buddy Dave Sproul from KASI, 14.30 a.m. He'll join us at 12.30. It's Miller & Con, the Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. Selwich Home Selling Team. Now back to Miller & Condon on 106.3 KXNL. Here's Ken and Trent. All right, Miller Condon, welcome back to Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Hawks and Clones in our entrance picks. Circus Sports sponsors in our number Nine two. Nine and six yesterday for the listeners. It's a winning day, man. Twelve and six for the week. That's, geez, good for you. That's what, 66%? Yeah, not, not too shabby. We rounded up to 67 around here. You absolutely should. All right, so here's how I'm betting these exact is when it comes to... So this to- is like combining your two worlds. Gambling on sports. Yes. Future markets right. and horse Horses. racing, and right? I'm doing exactly the same way. I'm throwing out the favorites. So okay, I'm gonna. Th- I think. Well, who, let me ask you that. Put it this way: mm-hmm. I'm not going to pick an NFC team to win the Super Bowl. Who are the NFC teams that can get to the Super Bowl? How many are there? Eagles. Yes. 
Niners. Yes. Niners. Eagles. Totally agree. I'm going to go for the kill. So I'm going to take the Bengals. Yep. uh, And I'm going to play them to win the Super Bowl and to beat the Niners and the Eagles. And both of those tickets at Circa are 100 to 1. Whoa. Right? I'm going to take the Chargers. Uh Uh-huh. To bet to beat the Niners or the Eagles. And those tickets are about the same price. And then I'm going to come back with the Cincinnati Bengals. So I'm throwing out the Bills. I'm throwing out the Chiefs. I'm taking the Chargers. I'm taking the Bengals. And who am I missing? Well, you said Bengals first. Okay, so Bengals, Chargers. You're not using the Dolphins. No. Are you using the Ravens? No. So just those two, right? Just those two. Those two. Yep. So you got 100 to 1, the Chargers over the 40, over the Eagles. Yeah. 105 to 1. Yeah. The Chargers over the 49ers. And then Cincinnati is over the Niners, 32 to 1, over the Eagles, 30 to 1. So you got four bets. Yep. And if you hit one of them, I'm going to cash big. <laughs> big time cash. Right. And go, go, absolutely. Go Chargers, go. So. I just played one initially on this, uh-huh. and I have a feeling I'm going to play a little bit more because the price just looked goes so good with the 49ers over the Bengals. Mm-hmm. I saw that has already shifted. I, I guess my big bet must have really adjusted the odds <laughs> at Circa. Yeah. I, I'm going to guess my 10 bucks probably didn't do a whole lot in the grand scheme of things, but 32 to 1, it was just one that jumped off the page because I'm with you. We know how Cincinnati's played against Kansas City. They have their number. Mm-hmm. That game will be played at a neutral site. Mm-hmm. If we get to an AFC Championship game, it's not returning to Arrowhead and having to win their back-to-back years in an AFC Championship game. Same thing with Buffalo. And, and you wonder where they are in the mental space. They have not looked like the Buffalo we saw in September and October. They haven't been that same team these no. last two months. Uh-uh. They're still talented. They're still good. Yeah. But they're not that team. I don't think so. I love the Cincinnati angle. Mm-hmm. It took me a long time to come around, as you know, on the Cincinnati team. Yep. But I am a believer. But the Chargers can haven't we had this talk? We have. I just like that the way I just like the way they're playing. I do, and they've got both. Now I didn't like the fact that Mike Allen, uh, Mike Williams rather, couldn't finish the game in Denver and had to be helped to the out of the locker room. Um, I mean, what Staley was doing playing his guys as long as they were. I don't know. Keaton Allen, who's been banged up what his whole career, seemingly. He's playing in the fourth quarter. Uh-huh. What are you So was doing? the quarterback. I mean, Herbert's still in there, for God's sakes. What do you think of the idea, though, that Vinny Iyer proposed yesterday to us? Demote him to D.C. and bring in Sean Payton? Mm. I mean, if you're Sean Payton, that's a no-brainer, right? Yeah, I would think so. I would in comparison think so. to a place like Carolina. And why would he go? To, he, Denver fans think they're going to get Sean Payton. Why would Sean Payton take the Denver Broncos job? You have to have a belief in yourself to be good at this level. Right. I understand that. But just look at it objectively. Why would you? You're you're attached to Russell Wilson for two years. Is he completely broken? Yes. There's no coming back. There's in your no mind. coming back from this. No. This is over. Yes. He's going to be another year older next year, as we all are. He had analysis. Ha- <laughs> Knocking it down. Right. He had Nathaniel Hackett. Yep. There's not a guy out there that can. Make him even a competent quarterback. Well, look, before we, and, and Hackett did an awful job. Yes. Um, but Aaron Rodgers loves him. So there are good quarterbacks in the NFL that think that this guy is the right guy. Mm-hmm. So, Sean Payton, why would you come to Denver? I know that the every owner's got a lot of money. Yeah. Um, 
I think Sean Payton's going to Dallas when the Buccaneers knock off the Cowboys on Monday. Doesn't that feel inevitable? It seems like it. Yeah. It seems. What's that number? Do you know off the top of your head? I had two and a half. Is it? Yeah. Something in that range. I like the Giants. I like the Bucks. I like the Jaguars. Do you? And really? maybe it's just fading you. Yeah. Just because. Because <laughs> you, you hate the. Because we've been back and forth uh-huh. about this now. I mean, since July we've been having this conversation, yep. right? About about the Chargers team, and maybe that's what's sticking in there. But those are at least my three leans right now. And a money line parlay this weekend of the Bills or the other Giants? Giant no. The three big favorites this weekend is like minus one oh five. Just money line. Putting them all together, huh? Not even a teaser, a money line parlay. Basically even money looks pretty juicy to me. John Bowen Camp on the Hawks, Dave Sprow on the Cyclones, Trends Picks, hour two next, one oh six.